Hey, salespeople, this is episode 24 of the Why How Yes Sales podcast, and I'm going to do something a little bit different for the next few episodes. I'm going to do a four part uh, seminar on how to recruit hire, train, and coach salespeople. So it's going to be a mini business sales management webinar um, with four different parts. I hope you enjoy this one, episode 24, part one of our management seminar of the Why, How, Yes Sales podcast. The Why, How, Yes sales podcast is sponsored in part by Jared James Coaching for Real Estate Agents. If you're a real estate agent listening to this podcast, you probably understand how to sell. You know when you are across a dining room table from a potential customer, that listing is probably going to come your way. The issue is how do you structure your business in order to get to that, time, that dining room table more often. As a former top agent himself, Jared James has the tools to help you create the business that you want to own. They will help you put the systems in place where you can spend more time doing what really matters, which is creating sales. Go to jaredjamestoday.com and set up a time to have a consultation. And from there, they will be able to guide you towards running a business rather than just running around. Hey, salespeople, welcome to the Why, How, Yes sales podcast, where I help you get to the yes the right way. My name is Red Staffstrom, and I am here to help you fix your broken sales skills. Now, as I said in the introduction, this is episode 24 of the podcast. We're only a few months in. i am really been cranking these out. I hope you guys have been enjoying them. But for the next few episodes, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to be talking about building a sales organization and building it with the right people. And not only finding those people, but building those people. And I'm going to go through each of these in process. Now, there's four steps in terms of build, like hiring and building the right salesperson. And that is recruiting hiring, training, and coaching. Now, some of these will overlap as I talk about them, um, but that is the overall strategy for all four. That's how you get salespeople to be successful if you're a sales management role. And I want to spend each of the next four episodes, this one, uh, episode 25, 26, and 27, diving deep into each of those four steps. So, and I'm going to relate it to the sales process so that you guys understand what I'm talking about if you've been doing sales for a long time. But I want you guys to know that I plan on making this as productive for both managers who are looking to hire and for salespeople who may be looking for new roles. These are steps that you can take whether you're going to hire a new agent and you want to make sure that your business is the most appealing to anybody looking for a new sales job, or if you're a salesperson and you want to put the company through its paces before you sign on. That's what these are going to be for. So I want to try and lay out to the best of my like best of my ability, the best practices uh, in terms of recruiting, hiring, training, and coaching. Um, and I didn't really write down notes or anything like that. Uh, maybe a little more scattered than usual. I apologize if that's the case. So I may jump into um, some of the later 
reasons down the line like i may talk about when you're recruiting like how to emphasize your training and your coaching plans and how to find the right people for that interview in the hiring process bear with me um i'm going to stick to the one topic as much as possible but i wanted this to be as natural as i possibly could make it so this is week one, uh, and this week I'm going to be going over recruiting. Now, if you've been doing sales at, for any period of time, recruiting is just like your lead gen. That's what all recruiting is. That's how you should look at it. It's just a different process. You're selling something different now. Rather than selling widget one to one gigawatt, um, you're now selling your company. You're now selling ABC Core. And this recruit, hire, train coach is the same way that you're going to bring it to market and sell your product, which is a sales job. So there's going to be some overlap with the things that I've already talked about in terms of how to do the consultation, how to lead gen. Recruiting is the lead gen aspect of it. What you're really looking for when you're recruiting is a handful of leads, a pile of paperwork with names, phone numbers, email addresses. They also happen to have job history, but it's no different than if you were to put up a Facebook lead form or ask for people to register for your PDF. That's really all recruiting is. It all revolves around lead gen, getting the names, emails, and phone numbers of people you may want to do business with. That's it boiled down to its simplest possible lowest common denominator. Now there's a lot of strategies revolving recruiting though. How do you actually get people to be a lead, to be interested in working with your company? And a lot of that has to do with the product you're selling itself. How healthy is your product, namely, how healthy is your organization? Is it one that people are going to want to work for? Now, there's a lot of different factors that go into this, um, but make sure you're not ignoring the media the way many companies do. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I discussed uh, Jack Welch and his 10% rule. Um, if you guys hadn't gotten to listen to that, I'll just do a quick recap. The 10% rule was where Jack Welch would fire the 10%, the lowest 10% of performers based on specific KPIs, and then he'd recruit new people. And as he fired 10%, hired 10%, um, he's only keeping the cream of the crop. Sounds great in theory for short-term people like CEOs who have to report quarter to quarter. In a small business environment, it tends not to work well because you very quickly start seeing your reputation on Facebook sites and Glassdoor and other virtual um, review sites. You see that tank very, very quickly when you don't treat people the right way and you don't protect them. Um, Simon Sinek goes really deep into detail on it. But that's one of the big things you want to keep in mind when you're looking to recruit people is how much did you protect your company's reputation? How strong is it? If you have a bunch of New York Times articles where you fired 15,000 people last quarter, 
like GE probably did, or I mean, GE has a bunch of articles like that because that's the way they did business for a few decades. If you have those articles that are a Google search away, you're probably not going to be able to recruit the best people. You're going to be doing a big disservice to your ability to lead gen because your company always is already stepping in from a distinct disadvantage. And that's because you didn't protect your culture, you didn't protect your people and make it feel like a safe place to work to begin with. That is step one when it comes to recruiting is building a company culture that you're proud of, that people want to be a part of. People generally want to work for jobs that do three things. They want jobs that they make money in, they want jobs where they learn, and they like jobs that they enjoy the environment of. Um, I'm, and people are willing to give up one or two of those in some cases. Uh, think about the priesthood. There are people who take a vow of poverty, of outright poverty, in order to feel like they are making a difference in the community and be a part of that community, to feel like they're making an impact on people's lives every week. They're willing to be impoverished. They're just, okay, they're perfectly comfortable with that. So simply by raising, hey, we offer the highest prices is no different than saying we offer the lowest discounts. All you're doing is racing to the bottom. You're, that's not enough to recruit people. If you build a strong company culture, and I'll probably do a podcast on that pretty soon too, but if you build a strong company culture, the quality of your leads will increase. That's just the nature of it. The names and the phone numbers and the resumes that come across your desk when you come to recruit will be much better if you've carefully guarded the reputation of your business. Now, building a company culture is obviously a lot more than just throwing a beanbag on the, on the floor and buying a ping pong table. You need to make sure that people feel appreciated. You need to make sure that there are social media posts of your employees where, hey, I got the kudos award this week, where, um, hey, um, great shout out to Tom who did an excellent job onboarding X number of people. Give people positive recognition as publicly and as often as possible. Um, don't be afraid to do those things. Make sure that you are praising as often as you can and then criticizing in private. There's always going to be some level of of like critique that you have to pass along. People don't hit the numbers. They aren't adhering to the KPIs. They aren't sending enough emails, et cetera, et cetera. You're always going to have to make sure you monitor those. But when your employees go above and beyond, go on social media and sound the trumpet. That is free advertising that goes viral, gets shared with your person's sphere of influence often. Um, and it just makes your company look like a great one to work for. That is how, and then once they remember that, when they see that, hey, Tom, who just got that Kudos Award recently, put up an ad that they're looking for a new salesperson, people will remember that. It'll be in the back of their mind. Hey, Tom seems to be doing really well at that job. Maybe I should look into that role and get out of car sales or whatever. They may try to make that lateral movement. 
This is something that costs you virtually nothing. A few minutes when something goes really well and somebody really goes above and beyond, make sure you give them that shout out. It's completely free and it can save you thousands in terms of salary or in terms of percentage that you have to give up on commission or any number of those things. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself there in terms of um, compensation and hiring. Make sure that you look at recruiting the same way you look at lead gen. If you work in real estate, which is the um, avenue I have the most contact with, you can do one of two things. You could recruit a new agent or, or you can go and find a new listing. That's absolutely phenomenal. You went out and you got a new listing. Great job. Or you can get a new agent who does 15 deals and you have a 25% split which is going to make you more money. Now that new agent who also sticks with you is making 15 deals a year and you have residual income because you focused on a sale that made you more money. Does it take more work? Absolutely, big sales always do. I won't pretend that they don't. But if you build an organization the right way, that is the easiest way to have residual income. And focusing on your recruiting, focusing on your lead gen is one of the best ways in order to do it. You need to make sure that you're treating your people right and that you understand your unique value proposition for your company. The same way when I go to sell something, I know what sets me apart from my competitors. I'm able to say, this is the difference between me and ABC Corp. This is what I do very, very well, and this is why my employees prefer to work here over there. Um, they, may, they pay you more. I won't even hide that fact. They will pay you more. People work here instead because we really take care of our own. We have a much friendlier environment. We're not constantly laying people off and hiring new ones. We're not doing any of those things. Um, there are companies out there that have lifetime employment guarantees. If they hire you and their hiring processes is much more stringent, obviously. But if they hire you on day one, they promise that you will be able to be an employee for life. Does that really cost anything? Yes and no. That guarantee may take a little more time in the getting to know you in that like rapport building stage. But if that person doesn't feel wanted, they're going to leave, no matter what. Um, people who don't feel appreciated and don't feel like they're doing a job well generally have the pride to leave. Um, I know there's exceptions to every rule, but you could usually root that out in the hiring process. If you treat people the right way, they will go above and beyond every single time for you. Now, am I telling you you should like create a lifetime employment guarantee? Of course not. Um, has it been successful? Yeah, but it may not be all what you need to do. Um, you can do something as simple as make sure that you have a well-stocked kitchen that they could go and get snacks on. Is it? Does it cost you a ton of money? No, but that hundred bucks a week that it costs you for groceries to fill that pantry may keep somebody from taking a job where they make five thousand dollars more a year or whatever it is that hundred dollars a week can save you three four thousand in the long run um 
because you had to pay somebody a higher rate for what? A handful, like a, a, you go to Costco and pick up some power bars for 25 bucks? Woo. That's, but treating people the right way, treating them with trust, treating them with respect, treating them like family is going to help recruit people. It's going to make people want to be part of your office. Realistically, a $2.50 power bar, is that going to make somebody feel like, hey, I'm going to take this job over that job? No. That's not going to be a selling point right when they're there, but it will help you keep them. One of the most expensive things in terms of um, businesses is turnover. To hire new people, to put new ads out, to spend 15 to 20 hours going through resumes and doing interviews and then onboarding and HR work and all of that stuff, that is way more expensive than keeping an employee happy and making sure they're hitting their quotas. That's all maintenance. It's that upfront work that's expensive. And that $2.50 power bar, that giving somebody the feeling, the emotion, giving that emotional sale of, I feel respected here, I feel trusted, I, I don't feel like the boss is worried that I'm going to take advantage of things, is going to make a big, big difference. There was one story um, in Simon Sinek's book, uh, Leaders Eat Last, where he talked about um, a factory. And in the factory, there was a front office and there was the factory workers. Now, in the front office, if you wanted to make a personal call, you picked up the phone and you made a personal call, no big deal. But if you worked in the factory, you had to use a payphone, and you could only use that payphone on your breaks. That lack of trust completely alienated all the employees. Would they ever say it? No, of course not, because they don't understand that that little practice made them feel like they're not trusted. Um, it's not like they were calling up Australia to see which way their toilets fr uh, flushed like Bart Simpson did. But that feeling of trust of the company just putting a phone out there where they could make calls when they needed to increased production. So when you go to recruit, there's lots of different ways to do it. But the easiest thing is building a company that your employees, your current employees, want to talk about. That's going to build a word of mouth business. Now, that works for the widgets, absolutely. Um, and we've talked about how word of mouth and how referrals and all of those things are great. But your best tool when it comes to recruiting new people is your current employees. They're going to be the ones who are going to get DMs uh, on Facebook and on Instagram because they say, hey, I work with ABC Corp. They're going to be the ones who will convince somebody to put in their resume or not. Um, and if they are miserable at their job, you're going to miss a lot of people who were willing to do research and willing to go above and beyond and didn't just click every place that had quick apply on uh, LinkedIn. Take your time, take care of your employees the same way you would take care of your current customers. And when you do that, you'll get more new customers. Um, 
And then once you do it, you leverage it. The same way you leverage past customer testimonials, leverage your employee testimonials, leverage um, Glassdoor. Ask your employees on occasion, hey, I, we're really trying to recruit, we're trying to get new people in the role. I would love if you could hop on Glassdoor and put a review down. No matter what, it can be 100% honest, but feel free to jump on and put that review there. So I hope this helps. Um, there's a lot to go into with recruiting. When you're as a salesperson or as a sales manager, think about this as lead gen. If you're a salesperson, do you want to be in their pipeline? Is this a company you wanna work for? Or are you worried that if you sign up, you'll be canned um, in three to six months? That's what people are thinking of. Put yourself in the position of the employee the same way you would put yourself in the position of a customer. So I hope this helps. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Once again, this was episode 24 of the Why How Yes Sales podcast. I'm Red Staffstrom. Please be sure to like, to subscribe, to review. Uh, really helps the channel out. And I will see you next time where I will continue to help you fix your broken sales skills. The Why How Yes Sales Podcast is also sponsored by the Jarja Media CRM. Only 12% of all real estate leads are reached out to more than three times. This means that almost 90% of all agents are throwing away thousands of dollars worth of lead generation marketing every year simply by not keeping in touch with the prospects that they already paid for. With drip campaigns that are written by one of the nation's top coaching companies, you'll be able to automate keeping potential clients in front of you for well over a year. The Jarger Media CRM will make sure that you are not leaving any meat on the bone and that the leads you are already paying for are actually turning into customers. Schedule a demo online at jargermedia.com slash CRM.